Well, hey, I'm Ken Pierpont, and it's time again for stories from Bittersweet Farm. Today's story is chapter 15 in my first book, Sunset on Summer, and its title is Vanishing Arts. I'm not one for conspiracy theories. I hate blaming everything from the breakdown of the American home to global warming on the liberal media and television. But I must say, I really do believe that television and other factors are contributing to the vanishing of what I like to call the quaint and mostly rural arts. Skipping, whistling, whittling, yodeling, playing the harmonica, storytelling, baking homemade bread, quilting, juggling, and singing harmony. They're what I consider vanishing arts. These are the kinds of things you do together at home, out on the porch on a summer's eve. They're the kind of things you do around the fire in the winter, and they're the kinds of things you do together in the most sacred of all rooms of the house, the kitchen, with the exception of skipping, which my wife and my mother agree had better be done outdoors. The vanishing arts usually require conversation or interaction or the kind of quiet that binds your soul together with other people. The vanishing arts have to be treasured and protected and passed down through the generations like a grandfather clock from the old country. I believe when one of the vanishing arts is bequeathed from one generation to the next, something good happens. Along with the skill or the knowledge, other things of value are transferred. Appreciation, affirmation, and affection we all crave are communicated in a sacred wordless way, and our hands touch and our eyes meet and our souls are nurtured in the exchange. Prayers of vanishing art in many homes. Consider this, what do you think is better for the soul of a young boy? A half hour watching a funny television program where the lead characters are practicing homosexual or a season of prayer on his knees with his mom and dad and brothers and sisters? There are forces and factors at work that are contributing to the loss of these beautiful and soul-enriching arts. The pace of modern life works against them. It's so much faster to snatch a box of frozen treats shaped like action heroes from the store than it is to get out a homemade ice cream maker. It's so much more convenient to stop at the gas station and grab a loaf of brown-colored bread, two for a dollar, than it is to grind wheat and make bread dough and wait for it to rise and bake it at home. Even with all the conveniences of modern life, we find it necessary to do so much away from home and away from each other. So much of what our children learn, we depend on someone else to teach them away from home. And this necessarily separates our families. We each have our own agenda for the day, and often our agendas don't include each other. And if we don't have time to spend more than a few minutes a day in intimate conversation with our children, it's unlikely that we're going to be able to find time for grandma to teach us her favorite quilt pattern. If we have something scheduled every night of the week, we'll fancy ourselves too busy to listen to grandpa sing the seventh verse of the old rock candy mountain. I read an interesting book about a fellow who protested the pace of modern life by hiking all the way to the state capitol to turn in his driver's license. It was his symbolic quiet protest to a pressure I finally, I fully understand. I found it humorously ironic, though, that 
He wrote about his walk and the book was printed and distributed using the most modern (laughs) of means. I'm sure his royalty check was generated with the help of a computer and the printing press itself was an advance in technology so profound that it fueled the Protestant Reformation and changed the world forever. So don't think of me as a Luddite or or Neo-Amish. I'm I'm writing this little nostalgic piece on a state-of-the-art computer, and I just enjoyed taking care of my morning necessities. A few steps from where I slept in perfect warmth and comfort, I enjoyed the luxury of a hot shower. And in a few minutes, I'll go down to the kitchen and have a bowl of hot oatmeal and steaming hot, fresh gourmet coffee. So I do have an appreciation for modern things. I'm glad I didn't have to use an outdoor privy, write on a legal pad, bathe in a wash tub, heating my water on a wood stove. But still, I like to look out across the room in the evening, see my boys concentrating on a new chess opening instead of playing video games. I don't like the idea of my daughters spending the evening filling their minds with the latest politically correct propaganda masquerading as a situation comedy, breaking down a young person's God-given inhibitions about things sacred to marriage. is not something I consider entertaining or particularly funny. I would much rather look across the room on a winter evening and see them stitching on a beautiful quilt that will still be in the family after I'm just a memory to them. I'd rather hear them singing in the kitchen together while they're making snickerdoodles or oatmeal cookies. I don't mind the kids using the computer, but I'm glad they wouldn't think of using it to chat online with someone whose hidden agenda was to defraud and defile. It pleases me to see my daughter using the PC to compose a newsletter about home, faith, and family and share a new granola recipe or instructions about a craft project that she did with the sisters. understand I'm not ready to throw my computer in the dumpster. I don't want to stumble around the house in the dark at night or have to do my early morning writing by the light of a kerosene lamp. I don't want Lois to have to scrub my clothes clean on a washboard. I'm sort of attached to my permanent press shirts, and I'd miss our DVD of Anna Green Gables. I'd be lost without email, and I don't want to back go back in time, but I do plan to use the modern technology I enjoy to help my children grow to appreciate the quaint and mostly rural arts. I want them to grow up with warm memories of home, skipping, playing the guitar, whistling, quilting, reading, and who knows, maybe even maybe even yodeling. I want them to have memories of quiet evenings together, cultivating graceful arts and useful skills And I want them to know the simple pleasure of a game of checkers with dad on a winter night. It's humorous to read a story like this after all these years have passed and see how some of the things that we considered modern have already gone out of style, like who watches DVDs anymore. Nonetheless, the heart of this story is still true. And that's a story from out on Bittersweet Farm where every day is a beautiful day. And the little light in the kitchen is always on.